Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! I have you now. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Hello! My name is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week, 30 years in the making. Darkness falls across the land. Halloween is close at hand. Podcasters crawl in search of blood to reminisce on the films of childhood. And whosoever shall be found without listening to us and getting down must stand and face the hosts of the show who love to talk about movies, you know. The foulest stench is in the air, the funk of our voices in your ears, and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. It's time to talk about tales of horror, and your body starts to shiver. For no mere mortal can possibly last against the 30 something movie podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the... Oh, I, I did it again. Sometimes when I'm recording this by myself, for some reason I like to start off with a Lando, very Lando Calrissian-esque, hello, what have we here? I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this podcast. Who might you be? It's that kind of thing. But um, I'm like the furthest thing away from Lando you could possibly be. Except maybe the blue cape. I've got a blue cape somewhere. Um I've never done ads for Colt 45, though, so just just saying. Um, so this time around, I am flying solo this time. Uh, it is actually Halloween, and I wanted to take a little bit of time real quick and um, throw out a, a little Halloween episode here, just kind of a surprise that you're getting in your podcast feed. And uh, this is not a movie that the other guys watched. Uh, they may have watched it at one point. I think Dennis had watched it. He had said, uh, this is one that we mentioned a little while back in our house podcast, and um I ended up finding this online and watched it again, and it is all kinds of crazy. Uh, it's exactly what I remember it being, so I thought I would just come on and do a, a quick little episode on, um, and this is not a 1986 one, so we're, we're going to jump back uh, a little bit further. Um, this one is a, a maybe a little known, little gem uh, from 1981 called This House Possessed, and um it was a TV movie. It wasn't even actually a theatrical film, but it was a TV movie that was released in 1981. And uh, let's uh, let's just jump right into it here. Um, I'm going to spoil this, and you've probably never seen it. But if you want to see it, it's on the full movie is on YouTube, so you can go take a look at it there. I believe we also dropped the link to the full movie on YouTube uh, on our episode for House, the 1986 horror comedy movie. So if you want to go back and, and check out that episode, then the link will be right in there, and you can watch us just directly from there. Um, like I said, whole movies in there, go for it. It's a, it's kind of a fun hour and a half uh, of your time. If you got nothing better to do and a, a creepy little movie for here on Halloween. So real quick, uh, we'll run through who's in this. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of, uh, 
recognizable names. This, well, that's not true. There's there's several people that you might know from somewhere else, but uh, we'll just go ahead and dive right in. So uh, this house possessed came out in 1981. Um, I was looking to see if I had an exact air date for it. I don't have one right here in my notes. Uh, the director was William Wired. Is it Wired or Weird? If it's Weird, that would be even better. William Weird. Um, he died in 1987. He directed episodes of Get Smart, The Rockford Files, Bonanza. Um, then I believe he might have also done some... Uh, no, no, no. That's actually the writer. Uh, the writer, David Levinson, uh, did Alfred Hitchcock Presents, did some episodes of 21 Jump Street and some episodes of Nikita. Uh, David Levinson was also the producer of this one. Music was done by Billy Goldenberg, uh, did the music for the uh, Steven Spielberg movie Duel. If you've never seen that one, that's also a fun Halloween one you could watch. A um, movie called Dark Victory and Kojak. Uh, in this one, we have Parker Stevenson playing Gary Strayhorn. He was also in a separate piece, The Hardy Boys and Baywatch. Uh, Lisa Eilbacher, I think it's Eilbacher, played Sheila Moore. She was in Beverly Hills Cop and an Officer and a Gentleman. Joan Bennett, who died in 1990, played the Rag Lady. Uh, she was in Dark Shadows and Father of the Bride, the 1950 version. Slim Pickens, who died in 1983, played Arthur Keene. He was in Dr. Strangelove, Blazing Saddles. Shelley Smith played Tanya. She was in National Lampoon's uh, Class Reunion and a movie called For Love and Honor. Uh, Bill Morey, who died in 2003, played Robbins. He was in Brainstorm and Death Race 2000. And David Pamer played Pasternak, uh, the doctor. He was in the TV show The Good Wife and uh, Payback and the movie Amistad. So um, this is, uh, yeah, I don't know if I quite know where to start with this movie. Um, we'll, we'll go with the description that I've got uh, just right off of Google. It was uh, a rock star and his nurse are held by a sinister force at a secluded mountain estate. Um, and oh, actually, here is the release date. It was February 6th, 1981. Ooh, so uh, there we go, February. It's a nice um, nice Valentine's Day. Uh, nobody's watching this for Valentine's Day. Um, so this is a weird little movie. I've got some, got some uh, uh, background on this one. That uh, There's a, a couple funny things here and there, a couple connections to other movies or TV shows you might have seen. Um, at the very beginning of the movie, you have a... Uh, what are seemingly a teenage boy and girl that sneak onto the premises of this house. Um, they climb over the gate and they sneak in and, uh, they are then enjoying each other's company in the grass. And, um, the garden hose snakes towards it, like a snake snakes, which is why you would use the verb snakes. So I'm not stop explaining. Just shut up. Quit explaining. When the word is snakes, you use the verb snakes. People already know, that what you're doing is you're describing something going in a snake-like fashion. Okay, just, you know what, just stop. Just stop, okay? Don't even try. Don't even try. Hate that guy. All right. I digress and digest and all those other things constantly. Uh, the girl that is with the boy who gets sprayed by the possessed hose uh, is Amanda Weiss. Uh, she is Freddy Krueger's first kill in Nightmare on Elm Street, so she would continue to die throughout the 80s. Uh, the librarian is Kay Callen, and I remember her as Martha Kent from the TV show Lois and Clark, uh, The Adventures of Superman. Played a great Martha Kent. I always loved her character on that show. Um, some notable scenes in this um, are the garden hose at the beginning of the movie. The uh, If you've ever seen this before, you're going to know all of these scenes. And, and I had kind of, I'd mostly forgotten this one until... Um, 
I started watching it and making a list of the memorable scenes in this. And I thought, oh my, I, I absolutely remember this. The scary thing is I watched this as a kid. I don't know why I watched this as a kid. And I continue to say that on our podcast. I don't know why anyone ever let me watch these things as a kid. I don't think they did. And I think I mentioned this maybe on the house podcast um, that, yes, I did watch this as a kid, but I think it's because as a kid, I never really slept very well. Now, here you're going to see the vicious cycle here. I never slept very well. So I think since I didn't sleep well, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would go in and I would turn on the TV. Then of course, in the middle of the night on TV, there are all these movies that no child should ever be watching. And because I watched these movies, I probably continued to have trouble sleeping. So then I would have trouble sleeping. So I would get up in the middle of the night and I would turn on the TV and I would watch these movies that no child has business watching and I wouldn't be able to sleep. So then I'd get up in the middle of the, you kind of see where this is going. So this is probably one of those movies, if I had to guess, because I know I saw this as a kid, and I cannot imagine my parents ever sitting down and allowing me to watch this movie. Uh, and of course, this is way before the time when you could put parental restrictions on TVs and, and all that other stuff. So um, so yes, I probably watched this in the middle of the night when I was supposed to be sleeping. Um, so some memorable scenes in this one are uh, the garden hose at the beginning, where, as we've established, it snakes through the grass and, and sprays the, the teenagers that are there. Um, and then we have the character of Tanya uh, later on comes in, and she's taking a shower, and the water turns to blood. We have, um, the, and again, I'm going to spoil some stuff, so if you haven't seen this yet, you may want to go back and, and watch it on YouTube first and then come back and finish listening. Uh, we have the uh, security gate crushes Kay Callan's car. The librarian uh, comes in to share some information she's found about the house and, and how it might be possessed, and um, her car is crushed in the security gate. Um, a mirror shatters, and pieces of the mirror fly out and kill Arthur. Uh, the character played by Slim Pickens. There is the boiling swimming pool, which then um, kills and boils alive the rag lady. Uh, and then you have the house kind of crashing down around our other characters um, as it's kind of falling apart on purpose, uh, that they burn their way out. I remember vividly that they put these wet blankets on themselves and then they kind of burned their way out of the house. Um, and then Gary at the end, the main character at the end, getting choked with the metal cord. So w what's the premise of this movie? It's, it's a weird little thing. Um, and there's a lot that doesn't make sense, but I just, I vividly remember this as a kid. And when we did our house podcast, if you haven't listened to that one, the, the 86 movie house, that's what I thought that movie was. I thought it was this, I th this house possessed. Um, I thought that's what house was. Cause I remember seeing the house. You have kind of like the dead severed hand. Like I think it's pushing the doorbell button um, for the cover of the house uh, VHS. And I remember seeing that in the video stores. You know, when I'd go look at other videos, I'd always walk past the horror section cause I loved horror movies as a kid. And um, yeah, I would, I I'd see that um, all the time. And I think that in my mind, that VHS cover looked so scary with that grotesque dead hand. And then I remember how scary it was for me as a kid to watch this house possessed. And I don't think I ever actually watched the movie house until many years later. And I think in my mind, I had this idea that I had, I had mixed the two movies together that I thought this house possessed was house. And then when I watched house for the first time, I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. I don't remember this being funny. 
this is no, 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 no. The, the comedic part of this was never in this movie before. What, what am I even watching? Um, and so I think that's why I probably got a little confused with those, but I, I think I mentioned that again, like I said, in the house episode, this one, um, I just remember as a kid, this terrified me. And I just was, I was probably, I don't know if I was traumatized by this movie because I'm okay now, but, um, oh, I, I just remember the whole, the whole thing. We'll, we'll back up a little bit and we'll, we'll start from the beginning because that's a decent place to start. Um, so in this movie, you've got this rock star, uh, Gary Strayhorn, is it Strayhorn? I think it's Strayhorn. And he is performing this concert at this bar looks like it's a bar or a club somewhere and he collapses and so apparently it's from exhaustion he's been working too hard he's been on tour for too long so he just he just needs to rest and while he's in the hospital uh he kind of yeah, he's kind of fallen for his nurse a little bit and um we have that florence nightingale effect and uh he falls for his nurse a little bit. So when he is told by his agent that he really needs rest, uh, then he kind of offers her a full-time job to take care of him. You know, he said, I'm going to pay you to come with me and live with me for a while and take care of me and make sure that I recover. And she just kind of jumps at the chance. And um, you get a couple of weird little scenes here where the there's, I don't know, there's really a sense that the concert that he's giving the performance that he's giving is being televised anywhere um and somehow the tv at the possessed house turns on and is watching him give this performance this is where things you know when you when you finish the movie and you get to why the house was doing the things it was doing going back and looking at some of those early scenes i don't i don't get it I don't know what they were. There's, there's some stuff that doesn't match up. So we'll just, I'll continue on for a second. Then we'll, we'll jump back to that. Um, so you see him, you see the TVs are watching him. And so he goes to the whole hospital thing. You get some ideas when the nurse, um, is agreeing to do this. Um, the nurse is Sheila. When you, when she's agreeing to do this, you get the idea that there's some stuff in her past that is a little questionable. Um, and they kind of hint at it. And I don't know when you get to the end of the movie and you find out what was in her past that was kind of weird or questionable. I don't know that it really matches up with why other people would know about this and, and why they would, why they would think it's so strange and why they would try to warn her about things. So I, I don't know something about the writing just didn't, didn't match up, um, when you get to the end of the movie, but so you go through this whole thing, they go find this house. They love this house. It's a great house. And they buy it on the spot. You know, purchases it on the spot. Great. So they move in, and you know, little strange things here and there start to happen. You know, the 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 temperature in the house is not quite right, and just some little weird things here and there. And then all of a sudden, people start dying. You have the the his girlfriend Gary's uh, old girlfriend Tanya comes over, and she's taking a shower uh, in the bathroom, and which is where one is wants to take a shower. Um, and all of, and this was the vividly remember the scene with the shower and she's taking a shower and all of a sudden it turns to blood and it's kind of filling up in the in the shower itself now and she couldn't get out she's trying to open the door but the door wouldn't open and it was kind of filling up now as a kid in my memory um she died like she the blood filled up the shower and she drowned in her own blood or not her own blood but she drowned in the blood shower I don't know where I got that as a kid because she doesn't like you. 
I, I guess you never see her because then I guess it cuts to a commercial um, as she's kind of stuck there in the shower and crying. And then they come back right after the commercial. There would have been a commercial break. And they talk about how, like, she was hysterical and, and she ran out crying and, and is not going to come back. So I guess the dialogue piece I probably missed as a little kid, which you tend to do. Um, so I think I was totally convinced as a kid that she was killed by the shower. So I, that probably was, and I'm not saying that I was a stinky kid, but I think I was scared of showers for a while. Um, so just took a bath and it was fine. But, um, yeah, I vividly remember that as a kid. I mean, that, that was just imagery that stuck with me. Um, even though I couldn't remember the name of this TV movie and I couldn't remember the name, um, I couldn't remember any of the other details about this. I vividly remember that scene. Um, and any other time that I come to a horror movie where something is, whether it's psycho or, or something else is happening in a shower type scene or anything with like a bathtub and water, um, I always remember that. You continue through the movie and you get these scenes of the security cameras are watching uh, Gary and um, Sheila and you have some occasions here as you kind of get towards the middle of the movie of people referring to Sheila as Margaret and that it, it's this weird thing where people seem to recognize her but they're calling her by a different name um, and I think there's a couple of different times where the house itself is kind of whispering Margaret. Her voice is calling out, Margaret. And she has no, no clue what's going on. Sheila is the one that has no clue what's going on. And it kind of shifts at that point from you, you thought at the beginning of this movie that um, Gary, the, he, you thought he was the main character. I mean, he's the one, he's the rock star. He's the one, uh, Parker Stevenson's character, that he was the one you were going to be following and, and you know, it was all going to revolve around him. It turns out it's actually Sheila is the main character of this and the object of the house's affection. And you get some parts where people recognize her. They try to tell her some of these details or they, they, you know, see, look at her in a strange way. And she goes to the librarian and, and finds out some details about the house and end up finding, um, copy of the blueprints of the house and oddly enough the blueprints the original blueprints for the house mention gary strayhorn and margaret and these are blueprints from 30 years ago so why these 30 year old blueprints would mention gary strayhorn as someone who the house was designed for um she then well, we don't know so sheila then finds out as you get towards the end of the movie that she was born as margaret allen uh, her father was the architect who built the house, and the rag lady who kind of approached her at one point was her nanny. When the family had planned to move because her house, uh, her father, I think, got a, a project, an architectural project that uh, he couldn't turn down. It was going to be a great opportunity to design something else. They were going to move. The house decided, can't have that. Family needs to stay here. So it killed everyone else but Margaret and obviously the nanny, although it does kill her later on in the boiling swimming pool thing. So, so then that's where things get a little strange because you kind of look back at the movie as, all right, well, if this was Sheila or Margaret, if the house wanted her the whole time, where did Gary Strayhorn come into play? Why is his name in the blueprints and why did it know to go look for him? Like, did, is, did the house cause him to collapse because otherwise, if he hadn't collapsed, he wouldn't have gone to the hospital and he wouldn't have needed a nurse and he wouldn't have needed a place to live that was nearby and he wouldn't have bought the house. And then Sheila or Margaret wouldn't have discovered that that's where she grew up. And I don't know. 
So that's one of the things about this movie. It's a fun little, it's a fun little horror movie. It's got some horror, you know, some good horror moments in it. Um, if you're watching this as a child, then you're going to be traumatized. But the other part of this is just the writing. I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem to fit or it's got a lot of things in it that, that still make me raise questions. Yeah, cause I'm just not quite sure how that was all supposed to work out. And again, it was a, a 1981 TV movie. So obviously it was, you know, not, it was not shooting for great things. Um, you know, it wasn't a theatrical release and, and TV movies at the time, obviously were not of the same quality of, uh, some of the Hollywood movies, but granted there's plenty of Hollywood movies that are not great quality either. Um, but just something about that. There's a lot that doesn't seem to match up when you get to the end of the movie and you just, you're left with quite a few questions. Um, and then you, you know, you have the scenes towards the end where they're trying to escape from the house and they, you know, they realize, well, we're going to set part of the house on fire and we can bust out that way. We'll just cover ourselves in wet blankets. We'll get out and, and then as they do, you get to the very end and you've got Gary, um, is he's got this metal cord is wrapping around his throat and is choking him. And Margaret kind of screams to the house, um, you know, that if you, if you really do love me, then you have to let me go. Uh, you have to let me go be with him. I love him. Please let him go. You know, if you really love me, if you love something, then let it go. If it's meant to be, it will return to you which is not going to be the case here because they burned down the house. Um, so you're not coming back to the house. So it, a little weird and kind of a strange ending and a little, little anticlimactic when you get to that point and they've been fighting this house the whole time. And then all of a sudden, all it takes is for her to say, well, wait a minute, I love him. And if you ever loved me, then you got to let me go. And then the house just lets her go. And that's it. So, maybe a little bit of an unsatisfying ending as a kid. I don't think I really cared much about that. I think I was still traumatized by the whole, you know, garden hose being alive and the blood shower and the boiling swimming pool and, and all that other stuff. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. It's a, it's one of those old little old, uh, TV movies, little horror TV movies. And, um, I think the only reason that I may have, I think I saw this more than once too, but I think that they also used to take this. If I remember right, I want to say that one of the cable channels, maybe like a, a T, not maybe not TBS, TNT, um, one of those, one of the other cable channels. I think they used to take this, maybe Fox. Um, they used to take this, and they, well, Fox is not necessarily a cable channel, but um, they used to take this and they would show it around Halloween time for like several years. So I'm guessing maybe if I saw it again later, I know I saw it as a kid, but I think I saw it again at least one or two times later. And I think that this is like the Halloween version of A Christmas Story with Ralphie and the, and the air rifle. I think that was it. I think they used to take this, and this would be one of those Halloween movies, kind of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. You're, you know that's going to be on some channel somewhere every Halloween. Um, you know, it's like, it's a wonderful life. It's going to be on. I think this was one of those where for the rest of the 80s, at least for the rest of the 80s, um, it's you know, it, it, they were showing this repeatedly. So I'm, I'm guessing that's probably where I saw some of it. Uh, if you are interested, if this type of movie, if you're listening to this, and you're like, Oh, I, I love these movies. I did grab a couple of other, uh, a little list of, of five movies and I have not seen all of these, but I definitely want to see some, um, that are kind of along the same lines of a house being possessed or a house being haunted. Uh, so other movies that you might want to check out, there is another one called the house that would not die. 
from 1970. Um, and I think that's another movie kind of along the lines of this one, um, done, I think as a TV movie, if I, if I have my information correct here, um, just about 10 years earlier. We've got another one from 1944. There's also a 2009 version of this as well uh, called The Uninvited uh, about a house that is haunted, uh, I think, by the spirit of a person's mother, I believe. Um, then we've got The Haunting. We have The House on Haunted Hill. And I think there are there are modern and, and older versions of each of these. And you've got the kids' cartoon Monster House, which I think, um, I want to say my kids watched they started to watch last year, but my daughter was uh, not so cool about it. So I think we ended up having to stop watching that one because she just didn't like. She's still fairly young at that point, so she didn't like the some of the monstery stuff that was in it. So if you are looking for something to watch um, that's just a, a fun, weird, quirky little hour and a half of your time, um, you may want to go check out This House Possessed. As I said, if you go to 30podcast.com and look up our house from 1986 episode uh, in the show notes on the blog page there. Um, I do have a link that will, you know, it, it will open directly into the movie on YouTube. Otherwise you can go to YouTube and you can check out this house possessed. Like I said, it's about an hour 35 hour 36. Um, if you like some of those kind of old, cheesy TV movies uh, and you like uh, a little bit of horror thrown in there too, then you'll probably like this one. So um, if you listen to our house episode and you're like, yeah, this is, I kind of was hoping for something a little scarier. Um, go check out this one. Cause it does have a, a little bit more of a creepy factor to it. Whereas house ended up just being kind of, funny just well and not even always funny but um there was a more comedic aspect to it um not so much in this house possessed the the com comedy there is more so in the you know watching something that's kind of old and cheesy from the early 80s so that's going to do it for this episode like i said it's just going to be a quick little episode uh that we're going to throw out here for halloween so happy halloween to everybody um if you are uh trick-or-treating have a fun evening be safe um if you have any candy that you don't want uh you could contact me at 30 podcast at gmail.com and uh, i will let you know where to send that um but otherwise uh everybody have a fun halloween i'm gonna go trick-or-treating with my kids um my daughter is my daughter nora who is six created our own costume this year uh, we went to actually went to the goodwill store they have a lot of really good costume ideas uh, if you're listening to this on halloween it's too late for this year but go next year uh, and she actually picked out some things that originally were not intended to go together but they match perfectly uh, so she is a my little pony fairy with lots of rainbows and lots of glitter everywhere and uh, my son found a talking darth maul mask uh, and a black hooded robe so he is darth maul for halloween i of course am a jedi because i paid enough for this jedi costume i'm going to get my money's worth out of it um i will be a jedi from now until whenever halloween is no longer celebrated and even then i will still be wearing it to c2e2 and anything else that i go to where it requires a costume so um so that's me um and i'm, I'm not sure what my wife is going to be this year i think she may be um she may be handing out the candy at the house this year, um, usually with a Halloween t-shirt or, or something like that. But uh, um, I think that's probably what she's doing. So, so we'll be doing that. And uh, everybody else who's out trick-or-treating, have a great time. Um, we would, uh, if you've got, if you've got a, a 80s themed costume, actually, let me throw that out there. If you've got an 80s themed costume, uh, would love to see it. So if you want to, uh, if you want to send that our way, you can uh, tweet us at 30 podcast and you can include a picture of your 80s uh, Halloween costume. That would be awesome. Um, if you have any 
like if you've made a replica, I, I almost want to go like make an adult replica of those old, that's kind of been my thing this Halloween is finding pictures of those old Ben Cooper um, Halloween costumes. I almost want to do that for next year is, is make like a, a replica of the, the mask and smock outfit um, that those Ben Cooper things used to be. I, I just remember as a kid going to the store when it was close to Halloween time and just seeing those boxes lined up on the shelf of the, the Ben Cooper. There were a couple of like college, collegeville or something like that. I forget the name of the other one. I remember the Ben Cooper ones the most, but they were just those boxes lining the shelves and seeing all of the masks of the He-Man and G.I. Joe and Star Wars and, and all that stuff. Um, that was the best part. Uh, we getting ready for Halloween and seeing those in the store. Just so excited to see those. So uh, maybe I'll do that for next year. Coming up really soon, probably within the next few days or so, we're going to put out the Razzies of 1986 episode, finally. Uh, we're going to get that one out to you. We've been talking about it for a while. And then coming up very, very soon, actually this Thursday, we are going to be recording for our 100th episode. So we're really excited about that. Um, and uh, if you've got, uh, we're going to be talking holiday movies, so that one's going to come out a little bit later in November, uh, but we're recording it this Thursday. So if you've got holiday movies that you enjoy, we've put up a form. Uh, I think I tweeted it out a couple of times. It should be on our website. Um, but if you want to just let us know some of your favorite holiday movies, uh, you can let us know that by heading over to 30podcast.com, uh, 30podcast at gmail.com. That is our email address. You can reach us there. You could tweet us at 30podcast. Um, you can give us a call. We do have a voicemail line. This is a podcast. It is an audio medium. So if you've got some feedback you want to call in um, quicker than typing, easier than typing, and you get to hear your voice on the podcast, we will play it there. Uh, you can call us at 87235-MOVIE. That's 872-356-6843. So we would love to hear from you there as well. Um, any Halloween memories that you want to share with us, any holiday memories you want to share with us, um, our regular movie podcasts, um, you know, not counting the 100th episode and not counting the Razzies one, our regular ones coming up next are going to be Cobra. Uh, we're also going to have Raw Deal. Um, and then that'll take us on further into November when we will have Blue Velvet and The Name of the Rose. And I think I gave you those out of order, but that's what's coming up in the month of November. Uh, so if you've got any feedback for us for those, anything that you want to say ahead of time, we will tweet out some things uh, as those get closer. But uh, if you want to get in touch with us, head on over to 30podcast, that's 30podcast.com. And at our website that has all the different ways that you can get in touch with us and subscribe to the podcast, listen to the podcast. Um, we put up a few extras here and there on the website as well. So in the meantime, have a wonderful Halloween. Uh, have fun trick-or-treating. I am heading out right now. Um, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. And uh, I'm going to go trick-or-treating with my kids. So in the meantime, go watch some good movies. Watch some scary movies. Uh, and we will see you all later. All right. Have a good one. 